Elon Musk got himself into trouble with the SEC with his tweet stating he would take Tesla private $420 per share. 3 0 Maggie Haggerty joins me to discuss. You're listening to the UNH Law Podcast. Learn more about the law school and apply by visiting law.unh.edu. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the guest or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire. So you got to love a 420 joke uh, that the Securities and Exchange Commission have to uh, respond to, which is always a unique situation. Uh, So how did Elon technically break SEC regulations with this? Elon Musk tweeted on August 7th, that he's considering taking Tesla private at $420 per share. And he also said in that tweet, funding secured. And so securities regulation in general has what's called a disclosure-based system. And the idea there is that we want people to participate in the financial markets, um, but we want them also to have as accurate information as they can so that when they do participate, they'll make informed decisions. Um, So, the SEC and uh, securities regulators in general have this concern about misinformation out there. And uh, the SEC accused Elon Musk of violating what's called Rule 10b-5. And that is a, um, a rule that outlaws material misstatements, material omissions, or fraud in connection with the purchase or sale of securities. So um, after Elon Musk tweeted that he's considering taking Tesla private at $420 per share, uh, he also had a few other tweets in there as well. Mm-hmm. He, he's not known for holding back on Twitter. He said, my hope is that all current investors remain with Tesla, even if we're private, uh, would create special purpose fund enabling anyone to stay with Tesla. And then he also uh, tweeted shareholders could either sell at their shares at $420 or hold uh, when the company goes private. Um, and then he's, his final tweet on uh, the topic was, investor support is confirmed. Only reason why this is not certain is that it's contingent on a shareholder vote. And in the days that followed the, that series of tweets, and the tweets occurred over um, a period of three hours, Uh, Tesla issued the company, not Elon Musk, um, issued a statement from the board that said it's still evaluating things. Nothing is certain. And um, do do we have any proof that the board actually knew anything about him wanting to do this? Or is it just what the board told us? So there's a lot of information in the complaint. And I would recommend anyone who's interested in kind of the SEC's perspective to to look up the complaint and read it because it's very short it's uh, and it's very informative. And it talks about a lot of those details, what communications may or may not have um, taken place between Elon Musk and the, um, the board of Tesla. Um, it certainly was a conversation that they were engaged in, um, uh, according to media reports and the, the complaint itself, um, but it wasn't a done deal. And yeah. so... A few days later, Tesla's board issued that statement that said, hey, this isn't a done deal, um, nothing secured, and if we were to make this decision, it would require board approval. Um, And in the meantime, after uh, Musk initially tweeted those series of tweets, um, the price of Tesla's stock rose. Mm -hmm. So in the, from the, 
close of the day before he tweeted to the close at the day after he tweeted, the the price of Tesla stock went up by 11 percent. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. So you can see that these public figures, these um, officers and executives at publicly traded companies, when they say things, it can have an effect on the marketplace. Um, and so the SEC was concerned that um, these tweets might account to material misstatements by an agent of a publicly traded company. He was also the board of directors in addition to being the CEO at the time. So he, he would come across to the public as someone's, this is something that's actually the case. Right. So he was the CEO and chairman of the board. So he, when people see information like those tweets from him, they may think this guy has the yeah. capability of actually making these things happen. Um, and so the price of the stock can, of course, change because of that. People might purchase the stock or sell stock based on the things that Elon Musk says because of his position at Tesla. Yeah. Um, and so the SEC started a probe and they approach Musk and Tesla. And um, we don't know a lot about the initial settlement discussions that were going on. Some media have reported that um, there was a settlement on the table, and that initial settlement was that Musk would step down for two years from the position of chairman of the board, and that he would also pay a fine of $10 million. The SEC and Musk never came to agreement on that, and so the SEC subsequently filed a lawsuit accusing Musk of fraud under that rule, 10b-5. And that was the was the initial trying to come to an agreement. Was that before this all the news broke out about it or was that the initial? No, that was uh, that was subsequent to the tweets coming out. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the tweets came out, the media started reporting about it because, um, you know, this was the first this this was (laughs) this was the first that. Um, many people in the public heard that they Tesla was even considering, or Elon Musk rather, was even considering taking Tesla pu- private. Um, and so there was a lot of media coverage, and then there was a subsequent SEC probe, then the negotiations, which fell through, then the filing of the lawsuit. Um, and when the SEC filed its lawsuit accusing him of fraud, um, they sought disgorgement of ill-gotten gains. So any sort of um, money that Elon Musk made from these uh, allegedly material misstatements, the tweets, um, would have to be given back. Um, Civil penalties. And it also, this was actually the big news, the SEC in their lawsuit asked for Elon Musk to be removed as an officer and director director of Tesla. Um, And that is kind of like this rare remedy and power that the SEC um, can ask for, mm-hmm. uh, can ask the courts for, um, but you don't see it very often. So this was kind of a big deal. And the SEC was probably trying to make a statement here. We can take you out of your position at Tesla and we will if this suit goes to trial and we are successful with it. Um, so two days later, after the suit was filed, uh, Musk settled with the SEC and that settlement was significantly different yeah. than the initial settlement that was reportedly on the table. Remember, the initial settlement was $10 million mm-hmm. and then stepped down as chairman for a period of two years. The settlement that Musk agreed to was stepped down as chairman for three years 
and pay a fine of $20 million. Um, and the settlement also required Tesla to pay a $20 million fine. I didn't realize Elon was also paying a hefty fine from that too. Wow, he, they didn't make out too well. <laughs> yeah, so the, the suit itself was against um, Musk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Tesla did not come away from this um, without penalty. Mm-hmm. It, it almost comes across like they had to set a standard for the for it because Tesla is not known as Tesla independently. Tesla is known as this is Elon Musk's baby. Right. <laughs> this is this isn't something as simple of um, our, our crazy chairman of the board and CEO said something crazy, whatever. It's like this is Tesla is Elon Musk. And these rules, this rule 10B5, it's uh it's really a big deal. It's yeah. been around for a long time. Um, it's part of the Securities Exchange Act. This sh- shouldn't come as a surprise for uh, managers and officers of publicly traded company yeah. that they need to be careful with the statements that they make to the public. Can you just explain, just briefly, for people who aren't familiar, what's what's the overall difference for a publicly traded company versus a private company? Um, so a publicly traded company, because... Uh, anyone can choose to invest mm-hmm. in the company. They have more rules that they have to follow, um, or a specific rules that they have to follow. And because, like I was saying, the securities regulation is a disclosure-based s- system, they, the the regulators want as accurate information as as can be put out to the public as possible, mm-hmm. so that. When the public, people like you and I, decide to make investments, we make informed decisions. Um, with private companies, uh, it's there are a lot, uh, a lot more, uh, a lot of different requirements to be able to invest in a private company, um, uh, which is kind of a complicated topic. Oh, topic, yeah. but um, for public companies, the important thing to know is that once you're a public company, you need to be very concerned if you're an agent of that company about the statements that you make to the public. And, it, and we're, there were also some changes to what Musk is able to tweet in the future, if I'm not mistaken, too, right? So in theory, Musk could continue to tweet um, these sorts of things. Um, in reality, he probably won't be doing so. Um, the settlement, as I mentioned, uh, requires him to step down as chairman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that he has less power in the ability of taking Tesla private mm-hmm. or these major um, changes to Tesla as a business. Um, he's still going to be the CEO of Tesla. He's still a public figure of Tesla. If he does tweet um, information that may be considered a material misstatement, um, then he, he might find himself in hot water again. Um, have we heard anything else from the board or any of the other, um, or any other fallout from within Tesla regarding this? Um, I'm not sure as to, uh, media coverage on Mm -hmm. what the board has said in the final settlement. It did require other changes to the corporate governance of Tesla as a company, um, and more internal controls. So for example, um, the settlement requires two independent directors to its board. Uh, that's two additional independent directors, uh, to what they already have. Um, and they need to appoint an experienced securities attorney to vet its senior officials social media communications <laughs> um and so this was really a message to say elon musk you need to be very careful about what you're saying to the to the public and tesla as a company you need to be very careful about what your officers um 
and agents say about your company. As a technology guy, um, being on social media, obviously, the it, this just reeks of 2018 uh, the everyone has a direct line of communications to the public and and it's not like even five years ago if you put something out there on twitter people are go oh this is legit and this is the whole follow with trump with a lot of his statements it's this is a direct uh spawning from that culture it seems like yeah and i think um an important thing to remember here is also that the rule outlaws material misstatements of fact. Um, And that's different than opinion. Um, And, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. There's certainly a First Amendment um, uh, right to uh, expression. And that's always a concern when people are using social media. Um, But the tweet that Musk sent was that he's considering taking Tesla private at $420 per share. And that funding was secured. Mm-hmm. And so that is not very an direct. opinion. <laughs> when you say funding is secured, that seems like a fact um, rather than an alternative. I would like funding to be secured. Um, so you have to be very careful about what might be construed as a fact versus what might be construed as a p- opinion. I mean, just picture if it was a larger company, say Tim Cook did something like that over Apple. I mean, it'd be catastrophic to the entire technology marketplace. Uh, yes. Yeah, so any any officer or, or agent of a publicly traded company is, you know, has to follow the same rules that um, Elon Musk has to follow as a as an officer of, of Tesla. Um, so, yes, anytime that a public figure makes a tweet that can be um, considered a, uh, a fact that might be perceived as a fact by the public. Um, and then the public subsequently, you know, makes investment decisions based on that. Um, there, there can be repercussions from the securities regulators. Uh, what are the takeaways do you have on this? So I think there may be some lessons to learn from the harsher settlement that Musk agreed to after some very contentious negotiations between the SEC himself and Tesla. But I think really this is a reminder that agents of publicly traded companies especially need to be very careful about what they communicate to the public, including on social media. Thanks for listening to the UNH Law Podcast. Learn more about us by visiting law.unh.edu or following UNH Law on social media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire.